the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar is great. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Grow the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio, Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon, here today with none other than Jennifer Thomas. Hey, Jennifer. Yeah. Yeah, there you are. Jennifer's <laughs> on the phone, and uh, I may she might have nodded off. I don't know. <laughs> also got I did not. You didn't? You didn't. All right. Jennifer's a... Uh, uh, certified financial planning certificant, as I'm told we're supposed to call them. Uh, she also is the uh, the the grand poobah, the head of our uh, planning and implementation department at Hensler Financial, and uh, full of knowledge on many many things financial. And uh, we also have Jim Crone. Jim, I'm going to let you tell everyone. Mm. I think you're a man with a clue. You're a certified oh. funds specialist. I mean, you got all kind of stuff. Insurance guy. That's sure. what I call you. Yeah. I only when I'm. I've been called a lot of things, yeah. but uh, I'll answer to most. And uh, in that regard, yeah, a couple, I gathered a couple of designations along the way. Yeah. One of them is, as you say, clue. It's a certified. Excuse me. Chartered life underwriter. Life underwriter. Chartered life underwriter. And, uh, man with a clue. I have a clue. And then the other thing is I have a certified fund specialist. With a D on the end of yeah, that. Yeah, it's a D on the end, but I can drop the D and I'll go with the certified yeah. fund specialist too. So. Well, I just figured it meant that you knew how to set up one of those jump houses. And it's fall <laughs> hey. season, so you know, I figured you were in hot you were <laughs> with, in with, hot demand right with now. With four kids that are grown, I've done that a time or two. I, I know how that so. works. Yeah. Come on over to Jim's Fun House. <laughs> yeah. Fun yeah. House. I'm not sure which it is. Yeah. Right? We'll yeah. go with it. It's fun either way. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we weren't able to uh, show last weekend. Uh, mm. Had a little bit of trouble with the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, hopefully everyone has gotten their stuff straightened out. There's probably a few trees still laying around. I, mm. I heard that uh, in the city of Atlanta they were like, reported at least 357 trees down uh as of that storm last into the day thursday of last week mm-hmm. so um and they said about 50 of them landed on the power lines <laughs> one and, was near my house that's yeah, for sure yeah. i heard it <laughs> i hear you yeah well I, what was strange is i was kind of trapped in my neighborhood on yeah, thursday and uh we had a tree across the road power lines down uh power company came by or sent a crew by cut the tree out of the road, left the power lines in the road, and told us, ah, oh, they're fine, just drive over them. Uh, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is not really the news you want to hear. Yeah, go ahead, it's fine. You go first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you say that. Uh, there were a whole lot of folks in my neighborhood that were chomping at the bit to get out, and after about 40 of them drove across the lines, I followed. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, you go first. I'll watch the sparks from my house. <laughs> but it uh, yeah. didn't really happen. And like I say, hopefully everybody's back up and running. Uh, I haven't heard too many stories of folks that are still without a way to go or, yeah. you know, being able to see in the dark. Uh, stock market. How about that stock market? Uh, with uh, the aftermath of the elections, which um, 
you know, still going. <laughs> uh, you can have an opinion one way or the other, and most of them are very visceral. And you're right, still going. Um, the S and P gained six and a quarter percent in the last week. Um, really strange. One of the things that I had watched uh, was that indicator where the stock market usually will tell you who is the president. So since it's still too close to call uh, as of this. Taping, I, I can't really tell you whether it was right or not. <laughs> uh, I will tell you that in the three months prior to the election, if you count it from the beginning of August to the end of October, the market, according to the S&P 500, was down 0.04%. Now, is that telling you that it's going to be a close election? Hmm. I think that's as close as it's ever been. Wow. If you mark it from August 3rd until the end of the day on November 2nd, the market was up. So that's the way I had been measuring it. I thought the market said Donald Trump wins. Yeah. Uh, in the aftermath, as I said, we're up six and a quarter percent. What I think the market is saying uh, before all the details are out and known <clears throat> is that um, we're probably not going to have significant regulatory change, which means that no matter who the president is, it looks like the Senate will probably stay Republican. Mm. Uh, that being the case, uh, you wouldn't think that uh, they're going to be willing to change anything with the tax code uh, or significant regulations that would uh, uh, cause businesses to spend extra money, which would cost them in profitability. Yep. Obviously, investors like cash flow, and the more profit you've got, the more likely you are to, to have cash flow that you can pass along to Reinvest them. Reinvest it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, if you look at the details, um, we have a different winner this week, not the same old information technology. This <laughs> this week, uh, healthcare has jumped significantly, up 8.17%. Materials is up 7.77%. You seldom see materials lead the market except in those recoveries from a recession so this with uh, materials leading you would think that um, there's a little bit of something going on uh, it's materials often are, are pretty heavy and uh, chemicals chemicals have something to do obviously with energy um, energy is up but it's only up about 4% in the last week, which is great news for those who have invested heavily in energy. Year-to-date, energy is down 50.69%. Um, if, uh, if you think about it in that context, maybe materials are flying out of the anticipation for growth in the future. Now, I could have made that same claim uh, back on Monday when uh, we saw week over week an increase in the 10-year treasury. Usually higher treasury yields also uh, point toward future growth. But in the the period since the election, we've seen that totally reverse. So we're down hmm. uh, on treasury yields uh, more than 10 basis points. Uh, it doesn't sound like much until you stop and consider that it only is give, <laughs> it's only given you uh, 0.74% yeah. uh, on a 10-year treasury. Yeah. How in the world did we get here? 
you know, insurance companies have a function, a big function that builds around that 10-year treasury mark. Sure. So they sure. have a lot of challenges in that regard as well. So. Yeah. Um, usually, I mean, you think about it, it's that's not sufficient to cover inflation. No. And if you're talking about covering uh, someone's, you know, in, insurance, there's a lot of arguments to be made as to what its purpose is. Uh, one of the main ones is, uh, a replacement of income, right? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so uh, if you're assuming that it would replace your income, uh, low interest rates don't help the insurance companies no. to lay off that risk very well. Uh, net interest income is a huge portion of, of the uh, revenue that's generated within those insurance companies as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you've got a portfolio that's Pumping out a, a whopping one and a half, two and a half percent, something like that. Ain't a lot how of much, juice. How much profit do you think they're going to be Ain't making? Ain't a lot of juice in that. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, with yields falling, that means prices are up. Right. So you know they have that benefit as well. Um, when you think about it as a total return. Uh, getting back to those uh, returns on the market, the S and P 500 year to date is up. Eight and a quarter, eight point eight two percent. Technology is up thirty two point two three percent. As I mentioned before, energy on the other end down fifty point six nine. Financials, including those insurance companies, hmm. really banks leading us down. But uh, financials are down eighteen point two one percent. Banks are have you know they have a similar issue when yields interest rates are low, but it's even worse for banks when the yield curve is flat, meaning that there's not much difference between the short end, meaning borrowing in three months or a year or two years, versus borrowing in uh, the interest rates related to that 10-year or 20-year treasury spot. So uh, the reason being, banks obviously lend long on mortgages and those sorts of things, so 10, 20, you know, 30 years. Uh, but they borrow short-term in order to provide that uh, lending on the long-term. They just do a whole lot more of it, continue to churn it and, and turn roll it. it. Yeah, roll yeah. It. and it, uh, you know, over long periods of time, that's what you wind up with. So uh, banks still struggling. If you look over the last 12 months, uh, the stock market, strangely enough, is giving us uh, 14, almost 14.5% return. Um Information technology is up 43%. Energy is still down about 50 and a half. Uh, and there's a whole lot in between. So there's a huge divergence in uh, uh, in stocks in uh, various industry sectors. Technology being great, energy being bad, financials being bad, consumer discretionary being positive. Much of that being driven by none other than Amazon. They make up about 43% of that group. We have a uh, situation we want to talk about, but before we get into that, I did want to uh, make note, we're about 80% of the way through earnings season, um, and uh, since we have had such an impact um, to the economy, I did want to make a point of going over this. Earnings uh, surprise and... and, um, Sales surprise is significantly positive. So, so the uh, companies in the S&P 500 have done much better than uh, they were expected. Now, growth is still negative relative to this quarter last year, but um, the uh, surprise in earnings is 17.5%, uh, with the biggest spots showing consumer discretionaries 
uh, surprises up 100%. That's after 40 of 60 companies in the S&P 500 consumer discretionary sector have reported. So that's pretty significant. The only one that's negative is uh, utilities, which are down 18.3%. I wonder, you know, you wouldn't expect that um, uh, utilities are pretty easy to... um, forecast their their earnings are very stable uh predictable uh companies that we like i mean usually have those predictable earnings but it's it's a 18 percent negative surprise and the revenue is negative as well 1.8 as for growth it's a bit worse than uh than that uh negative 6.72 percent uh so a contraction of 6.72 percent in earnings growth uh, relative to third quarter of 2019, not again a big surprise. We're still recovering, but we are showing significant signs of recovery uh, within the economy. Where do you think the hot spot is, Jim? Uh, you got this, man. Tech. Healthcare. Ah. Healthcare is up 16.23% uh, in earnings relative to 2019. Now, you said technology. Uh, technology, what we say, is up year to date, thirty some percent. A good number. Earnings are up five point one seven percent. What does that tell you, Jim? It's a little whopped. It could be that uh, that uh, prices have kilter. prices have outstripped their earnings just a smidge in the information technology sector. I, I've talked about this quite a bit. Uh, you know, if you look at growth type stocks, technology's right in the middle of that. Uh, some consumer discretionary uh, industrials, those type of stocks, are they usually do well when the economy does well, and and uh, you see significant earnings growth in those. Uh, but they're about 65% overvalued relative to their long-term price-to-earnings ratio. Value stocks, which have done far worse in the last 10 months, mm. uh, are still at a slight premium, about 20%, where the real uh, value seems to lie right now is those dividend paying companies, hmm. which are at about a 20% discount to their long-term price to earnings ratio. If you're looking, you know, if that's, if that's your thing, not so much momentum, check out some utilities. Uh, All those earnings are negative a little bit. Get them uh, at a good price. <clears throat> yeah, you, you should be able to. Mm. All right. Well, we're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we've got a dog of the week. Stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. 
This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.